0: Hi there, cookie friends. Welcome to Cookies for Lunch, the podcast, where we talk about all things cookie. I'm Nancy Westfall. I'm joined by my friends Sandra Seegers, Cynthia Ann Raven, and Sherry Wyrock. We are four established cookier friends who talk about everything going on in the cookie world on a regular basis. So we thought we would invite you to listen in. We hope you enjoy the conversations.
1: Hi there, cookie friends. It is Sherry Wyrock, and this is Episode 7, Pressure to Come Up with New Techniques. And so today we're going to talk about what's trending, how people find new techniques, new ways to make their cookies stand out. And if you put pressure on yourself to come up with something that is different, that's going to take off and People copy your technique or copy what you're trying to do. So we'll get into that. But first, we'll start off with a little bit of cookie news. And I think Sandra has something to share.
2: Yeah, um, so Chris Taylor, who is, um, you know, a cookbook author, he is doing a book tour and he is going to be in Kansas City June 9th through the 11th. And him and Paul are going to be at the Culinary Center of Kansas City. And they're going to be doing a book signing for their newest cookbook, um, Fabulous Modern Cookies. And on June 9th, we are taking his master class. And it is going to be uh, Sherry's going to be with us, Nancy's going to be with us, and Andrea Walters is coming in for it. And I believe Bobby Barton is coming in. So we, along with getting to hang out with friends. We get to take an awesome class and I believe we get an autographed copy of the, of the book. So if you haven't gotten tickets, I believe there are some that are still there, still available. Um, go on ahead and go to the culinary center of Kansas city's website and search classes and, and join us because we're going to have a ton of fun and we're going to miss, we're going to miss you, Cindy.
3: I know. I'm sorry I can't be there, but I'm going to be out of town and just getting back. And you know how my life is. (laughs) So, um, my cookie news is um, that Joya Usher is having another cookie competition, and it's an online competition. Um, She did that last year. It's the cookie art competition, and it's the second um, edition. Registration opens um, June 15th. And, um, it's a non-refundable $15 entry per, um, a fee per entry. And then, um, there's a whole list. When you go to the website, you can go to cookie connection and, um, she's posted some things too. And I know she'll post some more things about it, but you can get the link and all the information about when, um, your documents and your photos have to be, um, submitted and then when they're going to have finalists. And then when they'll, I think by October 30th is when they name the winners. So, um, that's always cool to see some of those, uh, 3d pieces and, um, yeah, I mean, I just get a lot of inspiration from those. So anyway, wanted to talk about that. So the
2: pressure to come up with new techniques. I personally have not come up with a new technique. (laughs) I don't think I'm that innovative. I don't, um, I just kind of fly by the seat of my pants sometimes, (laughs) but Cindy, you do, you do a lot of um, trials and errors and things coming to you and putting them out in the cookie world, right?
3: Well, you know, I was thinking about this. Um, Nancy teases me because I call them happy accidents. Sometimes I'll be trying something and it turns out better than I imagined. And then other times I try things and Yeah, that was a disaster. So, um, (laughs) but I think that's the only way that you, um, you know, that you can learn something new or, um, you know, try something out and see if it works. I mean, last night I woke up, it was storming, you know, it's been raining buckets and um, it was storming and I woke up at like 2.30 and I started thinking and I came up with this really fabulous idea. So... I'll have to talk to you guys about it. <laughs> ooh, ooh. I'm gonna need, we get to I'm gonna need somebody's 3D printer help. So um No, okay. Yeah. But no, I think it'd be <laughs> really cool. It's I I did I mean that's and honestly, sometimes that's when that stuff comes. But we've talked about this before, and um I get a lot of inspiration from the crafters, you know, from different um uh, you know, things I see in Michaels, Hobby Lobby, Joanne's. I mean, I tell people all the time when I'm teaching classes that You know, the scrapbooking section is your friend because while you're not going to use paper on a a cookie, you can transfer that to, you know, wafer paper or just, uh, I mean, I take pictures of different prints of things because I think it would be a beautiful cookie or whatever. So, um, and I, I think I was telling you, I have a friend, her name is Mary Gunn and she does craft roulette on Fridays. And they make cards. And I sent, I'll i have to put the link in, in the show notes. Um, it's Craft Roulette, and she always has a guest. And they'll, like, spin the wheel and see what color combination or whatever. And it's a live show. And they come up with some amazing things. And I think I told you guys before, those lips I did at Valentine's Day, that was after I had watched them use some powder with those special um, brushes. I don't – they use them – you know, some people use them for makeup brushes or whatever. But um, using a dust, and I was like, well, why couldn't you use petal dust and a stencil? And and then spritz it with some Everclear, and there you go, you know? So, but I think See, you're I like pretty darn you're... clever, Sandra, with well... all your <laughs> ideas and words and sentences and sayings, so.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess when I when I design a set, I I – whatever – I, when I'm scrolling through Google images or whatever, and when I stop on something and I'm like, Ooh, then that's usually what I will incorporate in my, in my set. But that's, that's what I like, you know, that's, I don't think that that's a technique or anything like that. You know, I, I love using the, um, embossed, not the embossed, but the Oh, what is that?
3: I'm drawing a blank. You know what I'm talking about. Parchment paper. The textured (laughs) wafer or the parchment paper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: It's embossed. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't done the embossed ones yet. I've done the crumple up the, Mm -hmm. the, yeah. And make it look like uh, concrete or for like a planter. I did it for the surface of the moon. um, And that is like the easiest and best technique ever. And who, I don't know who came up with it. um, But the first person
0: I ever saw do that, uh, I'd never seen it before. Uh, cookie a thon, Barb from Cajun Home Sweets, did it on a pot. It was an Easter set of cookies with a bunny, and she did it on the clay pot. And that's the first time ever I had ever seen that crinkle technique. And now, you know, now I'm seeing people use it to create uh, eucalyptus leaves. You know, a- Andrea Walters did a tutorial during mm-hmm. uh, this past spring cookie a thon where she. her icing down on parchment and then she used another piece to flatten it and it looked like eucalyptus it was perfect because anything that's supposed to look flat like that that parchment works great but i've also i also did a tutorial then to show people how to emboss and that has been that's an age-old technique it's been around for a long time Um, people have embossed vellum i used to do it when i scrapbooked gosh i don't i can't even i've lost count 20 years ago Uh, we emboss paper and vellum all the time and and you can find those videos all over YouTube to show how to emboss paper and then uh, vellum too but people use that in the scrapbooking world we we always in my opinion we follow the trends in the crafting world and the t-shirt design world anytime that I'm online or I go to shops where I purchase files to use to teach club members how to make stencils from them, everything that they're doing there, it seems like cookiers follow right behind. It's kind of amazing how the trends follow each other. Sort of like when a trend starts in California, it, it goes all over the United States. You know how that works. It's <laughs> the same way with yep. cookies and, and the crafting world and the t-shirt design world. And I think it's great that, we can use those ideas for a springboard for our own ideas. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, when you said copying people or however you said it, Sherry, people do. And you know, they say what they say about flattery. um, But I think that using someone else's ideas as a springboard is perfectly okay. And For me, I'm not a a trendsetter either. I now I do make my own designs. I have to if I'm going to share them with my club members because if I don't, I can't I'm a little different than you guys because what I do is digital. So I can't share my digital files with my club members unless I've created them on my own because of the trademark issues. You know, if I want to purchase Silhouette Design Store files. I can't turn around and create a stencil and share that digitally with my club members. That goes against the rules. The same thing with Cricut Access for Cricut Design Space. Those those images belong to those artists, and I can't reshare them digitally, even if I'm making changes to them as a stencil. So I do create a lot of my own,
2: but I'm like you, Sandra. Talk about a lot of pressure. (laughs) You know, that's a lot of pressure to come up with something new every week. Every, is that right? Every week I go
0: live in the in the club Facebook group and teach them how to design stencils and oftentimes cookie cutters from that same design that we made the stencil. But it, it is a lot of pressure, and I'm not an artist, so sometimes it's hard for me, but I love using Procreate. And I use that all the time on my iPad to draw with, and I draw my own designs. And by the way, um, I did start a new Facebook group. It's called Procreate for Cookiers, and you can just search that on Facebook and find it. It's open for anybody to join. But I'm telling you right now, coming up when you're not an artist, coming up with those ideas and those drawings is really hard sometimes. But I was a kindergarten teacher, and I, I can draw simple shapes because they're made up of circles, triangles, squares, <laughs> rectangles, and that makes it easier for me. But uh, you're right. It, it's it is a lot of pressure, and I want to be able to share those things. But to do it digitally, digitally, I have to come up with my own.
2: Yeah, that's nuts.
0: <laughs> I just copy what Sandra
1: does. So. Oh, stop.
2: It.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I mean, I think one of the things that you you hit on, Sherry, is like, you know, do you feel? Do we have to be the latest trend? Do we have to do? you know, something new and earth shattering all the time. And I do think there's some pressure sometimes because you do something and then you feel like, oh, well, the next thing has to be even better. You know, like Mm -hmm. I I need to do something else different or what. But um, I think that I think that's a lot of reason why some of us take classes, too. I mean, I still take classes. I know that you guys do. I mean, I want to learn something new to figure out how I can incorporate it into my style you know, into what I'm doing. I don't want to exactly mimic what somebody else is doing, but I certainly might like an idea or a color palette or, you know, something like that and figure out how to use that. And, and you guys know, I like using lots of different mediums. So I'm actually, I've been working on this uh, wedding set for family friend and um I, was making these wedding gowns and was incorporating sugar veil on them as the, you know, the lace on part of it and things like that. And just, you know, playing around with some different textures and um, making the folds and doing things like that. But I I don't know. I just feel like um, getting inspiration from different things that you look at. Like I, I told you guys when we, when I went to Miami at the cake show, like, some of the cakes were amazing you know amazing and one of them this new thing i think i I've, I've talked about it but it's rice paper and i have i've really been playing around with it and it's got some it's got some really cool um what do i want to say it's got some cool attributes there's different things you can do with it and i've watched some videos too and i actually made a flower and I think it would make some beautiful butterfly wings. And so anyway, um, I, I think looking at something and figuring out how you can transfer that into what you're doing, I think is key. It's not for me. It's not about, ooh, I need to figure out the latest and greatest thing. That's I just want to see what something will do, you know, on a cookie.
2: Yeah, I don't want to be the person that came up with, you know, the latest and greatest just to have my name up there. Like, you know, Hey, I did this. Do you know what I mean? And I think, I don't know, for the most part, I think that the cookie community is pretty generous. I mean, look at your cookie a thon, you know, anything that anybody can teach, they will teach and and get it out there.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, So you've built that community where, but, so I think that that us as cookies are fairly, we're, we're very generous with, you know, and I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't want to say, you know, let's say I come up with the newest thing. Make sure you tag me. Make sure you <laughs> – <Right. laughs> I find that a little crazy. But,
3: you know. Well, because I think sometimes people can think of the same thing. I mean, it's a big world, right? And mm-hmm. just because somebody thought of something and maybe somebody else is thinking the same thing at the same time because, like, it's evolution. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. somebody saw something and somebody said and they – I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think there's now if somebody does something exactly identical or whatever, but maybe, you know, a customer said, Hey, I want, you know, these elves to look like this or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I just think that, um. Just to do sound really hokey, just doing the very best job that we can. <laughs> you know what? I
0: always told my kindergartners, do your best and forget the rest.
3: Right. <laughs> That's
0: my, I told my kids that when they were growing up, too, you know, they kind of got sick of hearing that, but it's true. Do your best and forget the rest. And I feel like pulling from other ideas that you see and coming up with your own set is perfectly okay.
1: Now, well, and like you said, the industries mimic and copy yes, each other. all the mm-hmm. time. A painter friend of mine, she does wet on wet all the time in continuous line drawing. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, we do that on cookies. She's like, well, I've done this for years. You know, there is so
0: it nothing, follows. nothing that is original. There's nothing original. I Since the beginning of time, everything has been repeated. People painted on cave walls, right? You know, right. people... Um, wrote on parchment, right? I mean, nothing is original. Watercoloring. It's just, you know, and I know that's very controversial sometimes too, when someone copies somebody else, but
3: not for me. Have you seen those new style of painting where they're like pouring paint and then, you know, Uh they shift it and, um, some of them have even been using blow dryers. Like on it Mm -hmm. because then it'll make it look like a floral and... It's so, a paint,
0: paint pour. They call those paint pours. Yeah. And I'm thinking yeah.
3: that reminds me a lot of dipping and different mm-hmm. things that people have been, you know, doing that way. Or So, yeah. I mean, I and, and I do look at a lot of artwork, too. Like, a lot of times, so somebody, um, I'm doing this thing for an event in, in Virginia, and they want um, uh, vintage nursery rhymes. And I was like, oh, Sandra, where are you when I need you <laughs> with clever stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have an idea. But for me, so like I'm gonna sketch out what I want to do, you know. But I have to sometimes just go through and look at clip art, and sometimes I'll look at vintage art, or I'll look at folk art, or what you know what I mean, just to like just get some inspiration on you know a cute like if I like doing three blind mice, you know, D- do I want it to be cartoony or do I want it to be like sweet and watercolory, you know? So. I don't know. I mean, just researching, but yeah, there's going to be a lot involved in this because it's, you know, several different nursery rhymes. But I was thinking, Sandra, that what I do is like, instead of writing the whole nursery rhyme on something like where it's the three blind mice, just like writing, see how they run.
2: Yeah. I like taking like just little bits of, just little bits of them, you know, not, not the right in your face Three blind mice. Do you know what I mean? So I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm I'm curious. And what are your thoughts on this? I'm curious about this '70s vibe
3: trend. Oh, the groovy, groovy, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I
2: mean, it's super cute. It's bringing. <laughs> I know. I do too. It's bringing me way back. But seeing even the T-shirts, and I mean, I just got an order for um, a one-year-old set for this like groovy type of hippie type of You know, and and like, you you know, there's only so many so many ways that you can do a a smile face with flower eyes. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, that one I see. I mean, it's super cute. You know, John is going to be one
3: year old in next next two weeks. And Mm -hmm. he's always smiling. So Sarah said she wanted to do smiley one as his, you know, birthday theme. So it'll be ones, but, but smiley faces. And she showed me pictures of all these retro smiley, you know, smiley faces in those colors and the words with the, you know, they're very long at the bottom and mm-hmm. groovy. And so, yeah.
0: I made a royal icing transfer with smiling, smiley faces because we had talked about that earlier. And really, yeah, and I, I exported it as a PDF so we could share with our listeners. We'll share it um in the Facebook group and on the page. Cute. All they have to do is download the PDF and print it. It's just a final. I'm list.
2: gonna need that. So Here thanks. Thank <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I am. Um, I got a, a message from a customer wanting to do a unicorn set. And I think I don't remember. We talked about unicorns going away, hoping that they go away. <laughs> I, I think the unicorns are dead. Well, I think they this, died. This little girl wants the mermaids. She boy, the mermaids. Oh, I hope. Um, her mom request. Oh no, her daughter, her seven year old requested. Um, it's a roller skating party, and I am like, perfect. And then she said, um, she is Nora is um, requesting a unicorn on roller skates. And I just started laughing. I'm like, I messaged her back. I'm like, unicorns on roller skates are my favorite. So (laughs) we're totally going to make that one happen.
3: That's hilarious. I (laughs) I want (laughs) to
2: see those. Oh my Um, gosh. I've, I've been like Googling all kinds of images and that's where, I mean, I don't, I don't, I know Nancy, you don't, you don't do orders, but I love my 3d printer for that. I love my 3d printer to just be able to Find something, draw something and get it out there and p- print a cutter and be able to just do it. I, I, lo- I love that.
0: Well, I just, I don't do orders anymore. But for example, I also don't do trademark characters and everybody's always wanting to do something with princesses for Sophia. So about a month ago, I did a four, a three or four lives over three weeks time. One for silhouette users, one for Cricut users and one for Procreate. Uh, To show them, I did procreate first to show them how to create a theme around a trademark character without doing that character. And I went in and I drew a wand. I drew two dresses. I drew the star. I took the star off the end of the wand so we had a little accent um, cookie. And then I did a realizing transfer of the gem, you know, that she wears around her neck because I had done a plaque with happy birthday in the name of. Happy birthday, I think I put Maggie, and the necklace, the gym that she wears, and the royal icing transfer template uh, to make those to go on the plaque. But by the time we were done, I had drawn probably, I want to say seven, or I did a crown. I did a number six with a crown. So we built a whole theme around Sophia without doing Sophia. And then I, because yeah. I drew them, I could share them with my club members. So I shared the STL files and the... SVG files so that the either Cricut or Silhouette user could upload that into their software, cut the stencils. And if they had a 3D printer, go ahead and, and print the cookie cutters from what I had drawn. And I love it too. Even though I don't do orders, I love teaching people how to use that equipment and that technology to stand out. It makes you stand out. You stand out, Sandra, because you do your own. Anybody who's customizing. I mean, you can stand out without all that too. But when your customers are contacting you wanting a certain theme, and you can say, sure, I can do that. You know, they're thrilled and it makes you stand out in your community. I'm not talking about in the cookie world necessarily. I mean, in your community, among your customers, you're standing out because you're customizing their orders.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I could easily put a unicorn roller skating on a plaque, but no <laughs> this one needs
3: a cutter, <laughs> yeah, definitely, well, and I think we talked about this and when we were talking about brand you, you know, I mean, when I scroll up, I mean there I recognize sandra that that's your set, you know, and I mean, to me, that's one of the best compliments is when somebody says, Oh, I know when it's yours, when it pops up because they recognize mm-hmm. you know your style or whatever you're doing. But, Mm -hmm. um, I, I think there's always, I mean, it's like anything, there's always going to be trends and, and, um, you know, new ideas like right now, it seems like to me, there's a lot of cookies I see that are in these, uh, muted colors, these taupe Mm -hmm. colors, they're very, Mm uh, you know, taupe, ivory, whatever. And I think they're beautiful, but. But it seems like there's a lot of those, you know? It's, is that yeah.
0: the, Are you talking about the boho theme where all those yeah.
3: are? Yeah, but or there's a lot of florals, but the background is all taupe, cream, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like monochromatic. That's the word I'm right. looking for, you know? Which, I mean, I, I love that in a good outfit, you know? And I think it's pretty, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's pretty, too. Um, but I, I just think that that's like, like the unicorns, like the mermaids, you know? I mean, I think that... Um and it looks to be like I see a lot of new cupcake um posts where people are doing a lot of really beautiful florals on the cupcakes, you know? So I I just I think everything's kind of cyclical and um I like taking ideas from um different kinds of desserts and and working on them. So and yeah, balloon think- arches are popular balloon arches. What? the balloon arches oh, right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the new cookie cutters, because I when we went to um, Cookie Con, there was a lot of cutters that were plaques that had those balloon shapes going around or down the side. And, I mean, I think that's cute. And that's I
1: what, do like the plaques that have either the floral or the balloon off to the side. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a plaque. I like yeah.
0: that. I had Lauren... The cheerful baker on is a guest in early December, end of November, and she actually did a wreath and it had the baubles on it. And that tutorial is still on the Colorful Cookie Facebook page, um, and I think I even put it on the website on my blog. But she did a wreath, a circle, and she did the baubles on it, and it reminds me of those balloon. What do you call them? Balloon display things. Yes, balloon arch. It was the exact same technique.
3: Arches. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, those, those things. Yes, balloon designs. Yeah. So what's your favorite set you've ever done, Sandra? Oh, oh my gosh. You just put me on the spot.
2: <laughs> there, I have a lot of favorites, actually. Um, the one where, and I have it, I have one in my shadow box. Um, it's the astronaut sitting on the moon. That's oh yeah, the one I, I love that the set. Parchment for. I love that set. And then I, when I was at, I was at a a retreat with Tammy and Todd from TT Stencils, and Bobby Barton was there, and she was an instructor. And one of what she was doing there was, you could whatever you wanted, you could make into a cutter, and she would put it in her shop. And if she could buy the clip art, if she, you know, she would put it in your in her shop as your thing I know what this one
0: is I know what this one is
2: because I remember it was so cute it's the swimmer yes yes, my daughter's a swimmer and I that's my favorite cutter because it just reminds me of you know she's no longer swimming because she's a senior and graduated so it's very hard for me right now (laughs) But, (laughs) but um yeah those I have a lot of favorites I have a lot that I don't like too um I think for me, the biggest thing that I try to constantly work on as far as a technique, and I don't I don't know if it's necessarily a technique, but um, I just want to work clean. Do you know what I mean? You know, you mm-hmm. can look at some like Cindy, I can look at your cookies and they're just so they're so stinking clean. Oh, and that's you. what I strive for in every when I don't have twenty seven dozen <laughs> doing yeah. a week,
3: right. I really strive strive to try and keep it very clean. You know what? I've, I've learned. And so I do try to, like, I always outline. I know a lot of people don't, you know, I go back and outline 99% of cookies and I know some people don't, you know, and they, and they look good. I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, I, I'm like, I will, like what you said, you know, I'll make them bigger and I'm looking at the edges because they just look so nice and smooth. But I personally I mean, which is why I can't do the parchment embossing stuff because like, that's just too out of control for me. So, you know, I, I can't, I can't do that. I'm, I'm way too, um, OCD. Um, Well,
2: that's where your zester comes in
3: handy. You can shave those edges. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does oh, that's kind a of good go idea. A little bit. Because I think for the right cookie, I mean, like if I was thinking about, like if I was doing a tree, that would be really cool to do the bark on a tree like that, mm, you know? Yeah, and then maybe dust it in the crevices, and I mean, I think it has its purpose, but for yes. me, it's like too scary because it looks messy, and you know, I, <laughs> I, I mean, not messy, but you know what I mean. So, like for me, I, I just, but what I have been really working on is so you know when. You know, when you pipe and you pipe a corner and when you squeeze, you might have an extra dot where you're starting, even though it's a corner and you want it. So what I have been trying to do, because that makes me crazy, and I have really been practicing on my pressure off and pressure on so that it's a very precise, clean corner. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because I'll see that. And that's just me. That's just me, guys. But that's like that. Like if you look at like some very precision piping, you don't see those.
2: Right. And you know you know what the, yes, I absolutely know what you're talking about. I was just doing circles. And those are the oh, fucking worst. God, I hate circles. <laughs> and it was a simple college little logo. It was, I piped the name and I had like the building just like at the very top. And it looked unfinished and i knew i had to outline it mm-hmm. and it's a circle <laughs> and and i'm looking at the
3: cookie and that's when i piped those dots sandra i'm telling you
2: every single cookie i dis- and there was 3 dozen of them i needed to decide the placement of where the beginning and the end were going to meet so that it wasn't as obvious and it was obvious on every single one 9 I'll, times I'll out of 10
0: I'll when lay, i'm doing a you. circle i I'll do lay, the dots to you. <laughs> yeah i don't know
3: do you do what's you f- your dot technique you know it's like um a 20 second flood and it's just like a dot, like all that's just spacing them around. So they, mm-hmm. you know, and it gives yeah. it a very finished look, but it's not having, so when you're doing circle cookies, so like for this, this nursery rhyme thing, I'm doing circles. I, I've used a fluted edge cutter, you know, so I'm not going to, you know, around that probably didn't come across audio well, very it, 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 well. It, it, it. But, um, the video was, oh, no, <laughs> the video was great, but, but you know what I mean. You what know, like she means is the... she's not going
0: to make 50 loops around the circular
3: fluted cookie. <laughs> I know. No. So what I do is I take a cutter, a round cutter, and I outline it on the cookie because I can follow the line, right? And visually, even even a perfect round cookie is not exactly going to be perfectly round after baking and you squish squished and you know, whatever. But if you, if you put the perfect circle on there and do that visually, that's what the person sees is the circle. So I can do that, but to outline, Oh my God, I dread outlining a circle. Mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. it to keep your, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's why I always do dots around circles. Kid you not. I mean, nine. Oh I gosh, need to remember right. that because you know, three dozen in, I was just like, Oh, And and it might take more time doing those dots, but in the big scheme of things, if you've had to scrape off one because the circle really didn't look like a circle, then you're saving time just by, you know, dot, 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 dot. Again, not so well audio, but. (laughs) I had to do
1: the needlepoint design today.
2: Oh, bless you.
1: And so when we're talking about, you've got that ball of a glob of icing at the end as you're going across. Yeah. So I was really aggressive on the first couple and I only had to do six that I did that design on, but each design got smaller and smaller on each cookie. And then I just put other things in the empty space on the cookie because that's just too much for me. I, you know, me, I'm like, give me something simple and give me a hundred of them and let me be done with it. I don't wanna do the precision like what Cindy does. Well, it's... don't
3: keep calling <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I just I that's just my style. I try oh, no. to, you know, but it's not oh, always no.
1: I would love it if I could do it and do it accurately, swiftly, and and it turned out beautiful like yours, but I don't expect them to. So I'd rather get a hundred of one cookie and be done with it.
0: I, I don't think but. you can do what Cindy does swiftly because she is such a perfectionist. It's not swift. I think oh, there, wow. I think there, I don't know the categories, but we need to do a survey sometime. The categories of different kinds of cookies. Have you ever thought about that? I mean, I can see it whenever I look at, cause I, I'm constantly asking people to share their cookies for inspiration in my groups on my page for other cookiers to see. And I look through all of them, every single post. And there are cookies who can fit into categories. You know, like Sherry, you're a different category than Cindy. Like Cindy's, she is a perfectionist. She's definitely Type A, and she would fit into that category. Sandra, she her her cookies. There, she cares about that. She zooms in on them. She makes sure they're perfect. She does tons and tons and tons of cookies so she's mastered a way to do it faster. You would rather have a hundred cookies of a simpler design to get those out the door so I and I see that when I look at different cookies when people share their images, I think, oh, sort of like when you know children like firstborn, second born, you know middle I always think, oh yeah, they're one of those one of those uh, perfectionist cookiers they're one of those cookies who wants to get it out the door. When I look at cookie designs, I think there are categories that cookiers can fit into. They're not bad or good categories. It's just like personality types, almost. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think so. I don't know yeah. what to call those categories or types, but maybe we can come up with some and do do a do, do a poll. But you know, I also wonder because we have Cookie Con, cookie Cookieathon, and there's those other, you know cookiers that have a 100,000 followers on Instagram or Facebook or whatever do you ever wonder what new techniques or trends are are being set coming out of those events or from those cookiers that have that huge following do you think that that out of cookie con or cookieathon that trends are coming out of there
3: well, I think that parchment thing came out of oh, yeah. Cookie Con, didn't it? I mean. The, the, f- the, um. You embossed mean the- in the putting it on the cookie and letting it dry. Didn't that come out of Cookie Con or had people already started know. doing it? I don't know.
0: I don't know either. I did teach that class on that Saturday or did that demo on that. You mean I know. That I was
3: previous- with you.
0: I know. I remember. <laughs> I, are you Sitting
3: about- on the floor. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you talking about then? Or are you talking about previously? Were people using it? I don't know. Pre-
3: previously, because maybe then it was were. really a thing. Then, yes. you know. So
0: I d- because I teach at Cookie Con, I don't usually do the classes because I'm either doing a demo or teaching. But yeah, maybe it did come out of there. And like the other technique, where it's continuous—the black lines, continuous drawing, or continuous piping oh, yeah, over yeah, the yeah. over the blobs of color. I don't know if that came out of from a, a cookier or that came out of Cookie Con, you know, I don't know, but I always think trends do come out of there because people are watching, people are taking the classes, people are wanting to learn. And they well, I encourage and they people
3: that. to, I, li- I like to look at those adult coloring books. You know, oh, yeah. I have a lot of those. Um, just <laughs> Wait, because like-
0: adult coloring books. What do you mean? I was you
3: saying. know what I mean. You know what <laughs> what I mean. The ones with that? the bad words? Or- no, 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 you know what I'm talking about. Um,
1: Sandra I want the ones with the bad words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want the, I don't. I want the ones with the great, big, pretty mandalas. If the, I always say mandalas. Some people say that. I thought mandala. she was going
3: to say, well, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. She no. wants the one with With all the pretty men. That's where it started. And then she was going to laugh. Okay. Okay. Um, but you know what I'm talking about. And, and like, yeah. even like, so when I was first doing characters, one of the things that I found, I think it was in uh, Hobby Lobby, it was how to draw cartoon animals and it was like a how to book and exactly what you said Nancy starting with triangles circles and mm-hmm. how to i'm um, you know like how to start a head or how to start a body or whatever mm-hmm. and how to make it turn and um that was very helpful for me i mean looking at that and then i even bought a watercolor book on uh florals just to practice in watercolor you know to see what it would look like in
0: and if you use Procreate, which I know you do a little bit, Cindy, and Sherry's wanting to learn. Sandra's going to get on board here pretty soon.
2: <laughs> I, need, I need an iPad. If anybody yes. would like to, you if know, just you... send me one. I can give my address. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> can
0: you can use Procreate Pocket. It's for your phone, and you can use a stylus. It's it's not the same because it's a smaller screen, but it does work. You can use all the I kind of feel that way.
2: I feel that way about procreate like I do I know it would make me uh I know it would make making 3d cutters so much easier It it um but I feel like it's just one more thing that I would need to play with and learn and I feel like my table is my plate is full um (laughs) I think that I would rather do like a silhouette or a cricket um before I dip into procreate I don't know
3: I think we need to have our own workshop day with Nancy because I need, I just need like an hour with her on procreate just to show me some, well, I'm not coming to that then, <laughs> but no, but then she can show you the cricket or the silhouette and I can leave or so you, get something the, for us to eat. So
0: the new, <laughs> the new course I just created, that's not available yet, but we'll be here before long. Um, Cindy, will walk you through every single step. There's like...
3: Yeah, but it's not the same as having you right there no, with me. No, I know, but <laughs> it's my
0: fingers right there on the screen showing you every step to take. But
1: okay, already,
3: okay, okay, okay. I already
0: put that product in your account, so go I know, I know. I
3: actually went in there and looked at it. and oh, good. But I still have to finish um, something else for us in uh, Canva, which is something oh, okay. else I had to learn. But yes. I like it too. It's just yeah. different. It's a different kind of tool. It's actually yeah. easier for... Certain things because you're using your logo or whatever, but um, yeah, Procreate's pretty cool. And I can see, I was even thinking, like, when I so I sketched this little mouse right for my three blind mice, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking, man, if I did this in Procreate, I could just duplicate and I'd have my three blind mice, and I wouldn't have to draw another one or photocopy, or you know what I mean, so Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, when you're drawing on your paper, you buy those books you know you can actually take a photo of those pages and bring them into procreate to doodle your own right on top of that only make changes to it as you go and like you said if you had to had three mice and you want you did one you wanted two more you could even duplicate the one mouse and make changes to it without affecting the other one you know to change the direction of the
2: tail or all those good things yeah but, she makes it so sound you so could, easy <laughs> right i was going to say you could practice showing Cynthia that by drawing a unicorn roller skating,
3: roller skating. <laughs> there we go. Well,
0: you know, she's right. Those things are just made from basic shapes, but like I said, I'm not really a true artist, but I can probably come up with that. But you know, it's funny. Uh, Sandy, since you're a friend, you get the perks, all three of you, you get the perks. You can come over anytime. It's, listen, will you what to do. Hey! It's Nice hey.
1: being
2: your friend.
1: <laughs> I know, but you just—you make us learn these things, I, and we just want you to do it for us. I
2: know.
3: <laughs> you, well, I know what for, a lot for, of for Nancy's birthday we'll let her teach us those things. Right?
0: <laughs> oh, here's my gift to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. My birthday is tomorrow, June 1st. I
3: know. I and know. I'm,
0: I am so thankful for every birthday I'm going to be. I don't even care. I'll tell everybody. I'm going to be 53.
1: You're still young. I'm yes.
0: still. Well, some days I feel young. I am still young. But I love having birthdays because, you know, the alternative isn't good.
3: No. <laughs> well, I have one coming up in June, too, but I will not be sharing mine. So there you go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I turned 53 in April and... It's weird to think that 40 was 13 years ago. Isn't mm-hmm. it?
3: Isn't it weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It's very weird to me. Yeah.
3: When I turned oh. 50, my best friend LaWanda, she texted me and said, "Well, cuz I'm there's a group of us that we've been friends for, you know, our whole entire lives. We grew up together and so we still stay in touch and and I'm the last one. My birthday's the last of everybody. So I'm I'm the baby of the group, right? And so when I turned 50, she sent me this Message and said, you know, welcome to the club. You know, happy happy fiftieth. And I was like, man, I can't believe just twenty years ago we were thirty, you know. And she wrote me back and said, yeah. And in twenty years we'll be seventy. I was like, that is, that that is hurts. not that cool, hurts. right?
0: <laughs> hey, I want to tell you girls. I went and saw Top Gun Maverick.
3: I heard it's fabulous. Was oh, oh, it is it, is it, is. Good. Uh,
0: it is. It is good. But listen. <laughs> I can't believe it was what, thirty-six years ago. Oh I know.
3: Right. Guys, and Tom Cruise still looks the same, so he, what's up with that? He you doesn't know? he
0: doesn't look the he same. He doesn't? No. He's older. I've seen
3: pictures. He looks pretty much the well, same to me. I think they fifty-nine.
2: Doctor, he shouldn't look the same. they
0: they they those <laughs> they even doctor the videos. But let me tell you what, I mean he looks pretty good, don't get me wrong. But the people people were not only what I look at those like, Wow, they got old. Well, guess what? So did I. You know what I mean? But I feel like it's so unfair for social media and all these places to write these people over the coals for aging. What did they think? I I mean, time doesn't stand still, but they all look pretty good. I I mean, I'll give them that, but it's also they edit those videos and photos just like everything else. But it was a good movie, but we're all getting older, including those stars, you know. If someone put a picture of me thirty six years ago up to my picture today, of course I've aged. What do people expect? You know. But it was a really good movie. I'll I'll say it was. Um, And I love the first Top Gun. I
3: I don't mind the aging because I don't know. I mean, I feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel like I can still do pretty much everything. I've I've gone snow skiing last year. You know. I've done. I mean. But it's, it's almost like for me, it's, it's the pressure of what that number means out in the mm, world, you yeah. know? And I mean, I don't know. I just, well, I just never picture That number most- only
2: matters to young kids, 20
3: somethings. It doesn't
2: like that number doesn't mean anything to me as far as, you know, even 70, 75 is not old to me because i'm closer to 70
3: 75 than i am too oh yeah. fine fine fine. <laughs> right so i'll be 61 with- this month and i can't believe it
1: yeah. oh. hey so we're talking about how things look online how an actor looks young or if they've aged and we do we judge things and it's the same thing we judge cookies yep. and cookiers when we're looking at things online and ooh, did she get that technique down? Did she nail it? And I, we're hard on each other, except for actually, we're hard on ourselves. Yeah. But I think the cookier community is usually pretty supportive. Yeah, Everybody I'm not is hard right. on. Yeah. I'm not hard yeah. on other
0: cookiers I don't. I don't judge other cookie. You're pictures. not hard on
1: anybody, Nancy. No,
0: I'm not. I. I. I don't judge. <laughs> I mean, I just. I don't ever do that. I always try to be. You know, you know me, I always try to be supportive and encouraging. <laughs> but i I'm, and I try when I, you know, I try when I see these movie stars, they're older, they're younger photo. I'm like, wow, they've aged really well. But anyway, you know me, Sherry. Well, tell
1: us about your club. Your club opening is going to be now. It, and it closes,
0: it opened, this will air on
1: the 8th. So your club closes
0: tomorrow on the ninth. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I um, opened it from June 3rd to June 9th. It's only open every once about every six months. So if you're thinking about joining the club to learn how to design cookie stencils, cookie cutters, um, and do all the fun things that we do in there, uh, there's downloads in there. There's helpful PDFs. I share cut settings, I do a tutorial every Thursday, I go live, there's literally about 400 videos on the website, another 300 at least, 350 in the Facebook group from all my lives I do every week. So I've got a lot of information in there, and I help people when they need help, they reach out to me, they post in the group, and it's a wonderful community to be a part of, but it's the Colorful Cookie Club. And the website is thecolorfulcookie.com, and it's open until midnight Central Standard Time on the 9th, which is tomorrow. So get in there and join us. And it's monthly or yearly. You can cancel any time, but it's worth try to see if that's something that you're interested in and that you want to learn. And I'm always supportive. I make sure everybody who comes in learns everything they want to learn.
2: Fine. Well, Cindy, when you come up with that new technique that you want to talk to us about,
3: <laughs> I'm kind of excited. Like, I, I, my first thought, like at two thirty in the morning, was I need to text this to Nancy <laughs> and tell her so she can get started on it
0: for me. I, I probably would have been awake, you know. Right,
3: <laughs> I know, I know.
0: Uh, well, well, ladies, what is our next
3: episode? Our what are next we talking about?
0: Episode. What are we talking about next time, Sherry?
1: The next one is episode eight, and we talk about cookie-a-thon.
0: Yay, Ooh, Yay. Yeah. Yay for cookie a cookie-a-thon, the
3: best, online cookie
0: decorating <laughs> event in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. so I feel fine. like we should
3: listen to the Rocky theme right now. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening today, and we'll see you next time talking about yeah. cookie a
1: and all of our contact information will be in the show notes. Thanks Bye, for ladies. being here. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Thank you for
2: listening.
0: Cookies for Lunch is brought to you by The Colorful Cookie, Sugar Chat Cookie Studio, Smart Cookies Bakery, and the Frosted Swirl Bake Shop. We hope you found at least one little nugget of information that resonated with you. If you liked today's episode, leave a rating and a review, and we'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cookies for Lunch. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you soon.